So this week, I was reading something about the world of radio, and in one of those little pop-up things on the side of the page, popped up a picture of Wolfman Jack. Oh, yeah. The very famous radio DJ. He appeared in the film American Graffiti. He hosted NBC's The Midnight Special. He's in the Radio Hall of Fame. He's one of the most famous music DJs on radio of all time. So I started reading a little bit more about him. I knew he died when we were on the air here at The Ticket, but I didn't realize it was in year two here at The Ticket. It's been that long? 1995 is when he died. Wow. Uh, But Wolfman Jack was this legendary radio DJ. Today, when you hear DJ, it takes on a different meaning. That's the guy at the club with the music and the turntables, and he's playing the music for the party or the club or whatever. But back in the day... DJ was strictly the guy on the radio. DJ stood for disc jockey. He was playing records, the discs. And they were the biggest names in town, pretty much. The most popular DJs in town, and even going way back to our childhood when we were listening to rock and roll on AM radio. That was even before FM radio got popular. The AM radio DJs were really popular. And at the time... There were no DJs more popular in the United States than Casey Kasem and Wolfman Jack. Casey Kasem did the Top 40 Countdown every week, and he was a legendary DJ. I think he spent most of his time in Los Angeles. Wolfman Jack, a lot of his time in New York. Wolfman Jack had this crazy, raspy voice that he said was fueled by a lot of work and a lot of whiskey. (laughs) And uh, this is how he would sign off at the end of his shift. That's it for the Wolfman Jack Show for tonight. Be back again tomorrow night. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Gonna suck it to you tomorrow, baby. I move your picture. I move your picture. <laughs> From my wall. From my wall. <laughs> and I'll replace them. Both large and small. Both large and small. Tucson McCall, baby. And each new day, each new day, finds me so blue, finds me so blue, nothing (laughs) takes the place of you. Just remember, nothing takes the place. Okay, Okay, we got it. I seem to recall that he would sign off by singing to a slow song each time. Yeah. I don't know if it was the same song, but... That's what say, that voice sounded like. Did you remember listening to him like uh, like traveling at night, and it would be the the Wolfman show? It was a nightly syndicated show. That's when I heard him. I think. Yeah, I do remember that, and it started on some of the stations that were licensed to Mexico, where they could have a transmitter that would blow one hundred fifty thousand watts. Yeah, right. and they weren't regulated by the FCC, so they could crank it up as much and so wolf that's how he originally got really popular was on those massive stations broadcasting from mexico yeah and he got popular that fake voice reminds me of pharrell nah pharrell man and we had him we've had him on the station several times he says no that's my voice and we i heard him at the super bowl and we're walking by him having that conversation he's over there talking and wolfman jack always claimed that was his real voice and 
I, I mean, if it's fake, if guys like Wolfman Jack and Pharrell are faking it, man, that's a lot of work. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that was just <laughs> it. Yeah, you get home at night and you think, oh gosh, I don't have to use that voice anymore. Thank God. But that's a lot of work to fake it every day for forty years. I have the number two combo with a surprise. In it. <laughs> I told you guys before. And these guys were known nationwide because WLS, Music Radio 89, AM 890, would bounce big time at night. Out of Chicago. Out of Chicago. That's where I grew up. Ducey says growing up in Iowa, he would listen to WLS as well at night. And at night was John Records Landecker. He swore Records was his middle name. Uh, And then in the afternoon, it was Larry Lujak. And here's you want to hear a little now bit of Larry Lujak cars. <laughs> no, not Lojack. <laughs> See the Mexican rodeo at the amphitheater Friday. Dial T I C K E T S. Sunshine this afternoon. A chance of shower or thunderstorms. Partly cloudy and cooler tonight. Tomorrow sunny. Little change in temperature. So you still got time for that barbecue yet? High this afternoon, 85. Tonight's low 60. Officially in Chicago, it's 83. Downtown in the Loop, 80 degrees at WLS. Reminding you that prenatal care. Care before birth is as important as babysitting afterwards. The March of Dimes says be good to your baby before it's born. And that's why when we traveled with the <laughs> so stars and funny. we got to do our show from WLS. Yeah, you were all geeked up. Oh about my that. gosh, that was so magical to hear that. That stinger of WLS. <laughs> that sounds like it's from a hundred years ago. I know. Well, fifty. It was, that was uh, from 1974. What's funny is that we went from that kind of radio, which was all quick and jump cuts and jingle here and element here played, fast moving, and then it got to where, no, that sounds fake, and then we got to slow moving radio. Yeah, album rock, man. And then yeah. now with with uh, like YouTube and shorts you know, on social media... It's back to fast, quick cuts. Yeah. We, we like quick cutty things. Mm-hmm. And that, like he just played, it's so overproduced. Yeah. Especially <laughs> rock and roll radio or music radio back in the day was so overproduced with lots of jingles and bells <laughs> and whistles. But those guys, when you listen back to them, they're all great. They're very smooth. The smooth voice. Yeah. And the voice is what yeah. got me. How does somebody talk like that? Not a lot of ums and likes and no. like sort of and like, you know, kind of. They mean, didn't have time to mess sort of around. Like, you know, kind of. And the contest, too, that was always the big thing. There was a daily contest where you could win, in this case, records and 7-Up. But I guarantee <laughs> I heard this. I think this is from 1977. This is John Records Landecker. Records is really his middle name. And uh, here's a contest live on the air WLS. It's Mitchell Kazel of Chicago on telephone. Hello, Mitchell. Hi there. Oh, hi there. Are you uh, ready to undo the combination to the WLS 7-Up safe? Sure am. Good. Correctly identify all three numbers in the combination, and you win the grand prize of $3,000 worth of the season's best albums and a year's supply of 7-Up. Correctly guess the first number or first two numbers, and you win 89 albums and a year's supply of 7-Up. But you must guess the first number correctly before guessing the others. Mitchell. Yes. The numbers are between 1 and 100. What is your guess for the first number? 11. What did you say? 11. Let me attempt this on my combination of life. And see, <laughs> Mitchell. Yes. Are you sitting down? No, I'm standing. Well, I'm Mitchell, sit down. I am. Oh, good. You've won. I did? Yes. You're, you're kidding. John does not lie to his listeners. 
Yeah, John would not lie to you. He did not get the first number right. No, he had a one percent chance. He was the designated winner, no matter what he had guessed. Stupid. Are you sitting down? Are you sitting down? You need to be sitting down. When I was growing up in Oklahoma City, there were two DJs that were. One was really famous, and one I really loved. He wasn't there for very long, but there was a guy on KOMA Radio, Coma Radio. (laughs) Coma Radio. That I used to listen to at night. And I got this from the back of Boys Life magazine. I ordered a pen radio, and you would pull out the middle of the pen, and that's how you would adjust the stations, and it came with little earbuds. And I would sit there in my bed at night, and I would tune in KOMA Radio, and I would listen to Machine Gun Walker. (laughs) Machine Gun Walker. And he played, it was rock music on the AM dial. And I looked him up. His name, real name is John Calhoun, and he spent a long time at WIND Radio in Chicago after he left Oklahoma City. Oh, yeah. He was in Chicago for 30 years. The windy one. (laughs) Uh, He spent two years in Oklahoma City, and every night I just thought it was the greatest gift that I was able to sit there in bed and listen to Machine Gun Walker play the Eagles or Elton John or whatever the hit of the day was. You don't think Machine Gun Walker got into the whiskey after midnight when he... Knocked off of his shift. And it was a cool name. (laughs) Machine Gun Walker. Wow, what kind of outlaw is this? Gotta be. And the other one, who is still going today, I think, or at least as of a few years ago in his 80s, he was still a DJ, very famous in Oklahoma City, named Ronnie K. And he was at WKY, which was the other rock and roll station on the AM dial. And he was the most famous DJ in town. And then later he moved to KOMA, where he did a midday shift. And this is from about 30 years ago. This is Ronnie Kay on KOMA, so an idea of what he sounded like. Good morning, everybody. It's Coleman's Mr. Rock and Roll. I am Ronnie Kay, and I keep getting the same question over and over. How much does disc jockeys make? Let me tell you, it's roughly between fifty and 75000 But if you smooth the roughly out, it's $20 a day. That's so stupid. <laughs> By the way, how's your Wednesday going so far? It's all right. <laughs> Listen to that. Unbelievable. So overly produced, and right at the punchline, he hits the station ID stinger. It's the post on the song. Yeah. It's... Okay, so the DJ is going away. Despite our friends in the business, now already DJs don't have near the prominence that they used to have back in the day. I mean, these were like... Huge local superstars. Right. Your DJs were huge local superstars. There was nobody in town bigger than Ron Chapman. No. no. And you just couldn't imagine the life that those guys had. I mean, you you would just... Like the overnight DJ, I thought, had the coolest life in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I remember listening as a young person, listening to The Edge when it first came on, and I thought that was just the great... That would be the best job in the world to have was The Edge. And then I got to meet Jeff Kay who was like a celebrity to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was huge to meet him. When I was in junior high, I got on uh, Kid Craddock's show. Kid Craddock had a nighttime show. And I got on his show, and I won a Mother's Day gift for my mom from Kid Craddock. And I couldn't believe that I had, for (laughs) 10 seconds, talked to Kid Craddock on the air. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I used to try to get in, and that was the thing. You never got in. Right. Uh, at least I didn't. I'd get into the talk shows and I'd call Brad or Norm, but right. I never got into Larry Lujak. 
Yeah, in our, our town, it was Ron Chapman and Tom Joyner and Kid Craddock and Terry Dorsey. Mm-hmm. They were just legends who stayed in that spot. And some of their their shows evolved over the years. Like, Kid was a music DJ in the beginning, but it became more of a talk show. Right, yeah. And that's how a lot of them have morphed over the years. And there are still some big names in this town. Hawkeye next door has been there for mm-hmm. 30 years, uh, spinning country music. But even they talk a little bit more now than spin music. But they still do play a lot of music. Yeah. And I think DJs used to also have more autonomy as to what they played. Yeah. Like back in the 60s and 70s. Like they DJs could make or break your band. Yep. If you could convince them to oh, play sure. your song. Yeah. And so that's how so many of the DJs got to know the big bands, mm-hmm. the big musicians. It was a friendship born out of business. But yeah. still, they got to hang out with the Stones when they came to town. Yeah, like Redbeard knew everyone. Didn't yes. you think Redbeard oh was like gosh, the, yes. yeah. the biggest thing ever here in, in Dallas? Because yes. he knew every act. When I moved to Dallas... Uh, our golf coach would listen to Ron Chapman, so when we go to golf tournaments, we listen to him. But Stevens and Pruitt, that was big for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Zoo Morning Show was mm-hmm. huge. Stevens and Pruitt were great theater, radio theater. They had all sorts of sound effects of a of a curtain going up, and they put on a play. <laughs> and yeah, they I thought they were hilarious. Remember how great it was when we had Red Beard on the show a few years ago? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was awesome. Yeah, those people are still stars. Yeah, to me. But it's a dying breed. The radio DJ—they're not as popular as they used to be, and now everybody is their own DJ. Everybody's got their own music that they spend for themselves, and they don't right. need to wait through yeah. commercials, and they need don't need that. to wait through whatever this DJ is going to play for me. <laughs> I'll just play what I want. It's just... still real to me, damn it. Me too. Yep. I just tweeted out a picture of the great Larry Lou Jack and got a cup of coffee in one hand and a cigarette in the other <laughs> that was the other thing you see old footage of them you know because the local news would always do a story on on a dj in town and they'd cut to the scene inside their studios and they all had cigarettes going mm-hmm. and i just couldn't imagine smoking in a workplace like that but that's you would go into those studios and it would just smell like an ashtray yeah because yeah. every dj smoked back then yes yeah and they loved it. And they loved it. <laughs> so give that great voice. <laughs> All right, a little DJ talk for you this morning. DJ, I hope you enjoyed that. You're our DJ. Way to go, DJ.